0: Okay (laughs) Okay, right, now I'm really gonna start Okay, okay (laughs) Don't you blame the movies Movies don't create psychos Movies make psychos
1: more creative Look at me, Damien It's all for you The
0: blackest eyes The devil's eyes Look what
1: you did to him Death has come Your
0: little town, Sheriff. Welcome back to the one, the only, the classic, The Rabbit and Red Podcast, episode number three. We are your hosts. My name is Riley. My name is Simone. Oh, man, we got a a juicy one today. I just can't fucking wait to sit here for an hour, maybe more, talking about this movie. I mean, nothing makes me happier.
2: Yeah, I uh, haven't recently just watched this uh, last night my god there's <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot to say like i i've always been like uh well i i've always been really open about Darren that i'm a fan of this one but holy lord <laughs> I, i'm not blind to its issues that's for sure
0: yeah is i don't know man so today we're talking about Jason goes to hell <laughs> <laughs> um yep. Yeah, Jason goes to hell. Uh, It is the eighth sequel, the ninth film in the franchise and famously known for the movie that doesn't include Jason. Well, that's not true. It is it takes Jason's, uh, you know, his appearance, his mentality, his power and embrace and entertainment and blocks it down to two whole scenes. And uh, yeah, I mean, it uh, didn't go over well with fans. I think we should have learned that by now that doesn't work uh yeah yeah. i
2: this movie has a ton of problems uh i always say it's got plot holes you can see from space uh yeah it's just i i always kind of respected that they tried to do something different after eight movies of basically the exact same thing um and tried to add some mythology but yeah, he, uh, it didn't work. It uh, is extremely messy, clunky, uh, badly written. <laughs> um, and yeah, Jason only appears at the beginning, the end, uh, twice in the middle, kind of, in, in reflections. But yeah.
0: You know, I so I respect the fact that this movie did something different and i really i mean of course i would prefer to watch jason um but that's not even really my issue with the movie like it's it's a fact that it like in my opinion it blatantly disrespects everything before it um Mm. and that that's why i don't like it. it it like being different is one thing but literally like small things like spelling Voorhees wrong and then yeah the the introduction even though it's not specifically said but it's been confirmed by Adam Marcus writer director Adam Marcus or several times over the years you know the ex um the uh ec- Jesus Christ the necronomicon next mornes being in the movie <laughs> and having that in there it confer like he says it confirms that Jason's a deadite and it, it just takes all of these things and it's like and again, I can only shit on it this way because Adam has literally confirmed it like this is that, yes, it's 100% canon. Jason's a deadite. You can't say it's not canon. This is not a fucking fan film. Like He says these things. So I'm like, OK, well, I'm going to judge it that way. Then there's nothing I can do. You want to say those things? I'm going to go with it. OK, <laughs> yeah. it <fucking> sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird
2: because in the commentary, they mentioned the book uh, when it comes up, and they say, like, eh, it meant nothing. We were just happy to have the prop. but like, it's a little Easter egg. But then, in the years since, yeah, Adam Marcus has said, uh, this makes Jason a deadite. Uh, which is weird because he doesn't act like any deadite we've ever seen. Right. Uh, deadites are usually they're not as strong as Jason. Usually, I mean, you can dispatch deadites pretty damn uh easily and quickly uh in the evil dead movies but somehow jason um can take unbelievable amounts of damage uh and keep going yeah so like it doesn't it doesn't make sense with what we know about deadites even for him to be a deadite and yeah to make him a deadite and uh all of that is um it does go against uh, F thirteen and you know the eight films before it.
0: Yeah, you know I. Here's the thing. I mean, I like Adam Marcus. I mean, I've interviewed him a, a couple of times. Uh, yeah, he's a he's, super nice guy. Yeah, he's he's unbelievably nice. But I'll I'll say this. Like when it comes to this movie, I think his change on it and why he's a little bit more explicit and he's it kind of says things like that. Like, oh, this is 100% canon. I that's why the Necronomicon is there. Uh, I think it is a little bit just of a grab to kind of put this movie back in the spotlight, whether it's good good news or bad news, it doesn't really matter. He just wants news surrounding it, especially because of the documentary, you know, uh, Hearts of Darkness. Mm. It's still coming out. It's still being worked on. And, you know, saying things like that, it gets articles written about it again for the first time in 25 years. And yeah, it worked, man. Like every time he says something like that, it gets written about by bloody disgusting and I horror and all these other people. So, yeah, um, he, he he knows what he's doing. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he knows, he he just, knows just, what he's
2: doing. He's just trying to bring relevancy to Jason Goes to Hell with a new, you know, new insight from the director and all these years later. And I mean, what does it matter? Like, you know, it's not going to change anybody's view on the movie. Um, if anything, it'll make some people hate it more because now you're saying he's a deadite, and you know, just changing more of of Jason than the film already changed that people already don't
0: like. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just I hate everything about the movie. <laughs> I, I there are I, a couple uh, things there are a couple things I like, which I will point out, but <coughs> a lot of it is it's just bad. But. Uh,
2: there's some things that are just not, there are things in it that are blatantly not explained. Uh, and they're not explained because you just don't have a reason. There's just, there's zero reason for it. It's said, uh, they don't give, they don't give a reason why. And it's just, you just go with it. Um, there are, I noticed, I think three continuity errors,
1: uh,
2: Mm. while watching it last night. Um, it, it does have some great practical gore effects. Yep. And one of the best kills in the entire franchise, but yeah, there's there's no saving it. That's for sure. There's a reason why Jason goes to hell is usually uh with use like 99.9% of the time at the bottom of everyone's uh F13 series ranking. It's either just above Jason X or Below
0: g snakes, Yeah. Yeah. 100%. But uh, yeah, I mean, let's go ahead. We'll go back to the beginning and we'll walk our way through this whole movie and discuss it piece by piece. Uh, I will say before we do that, uh, jump in uh, for our next episode. We're going to do like a poll on Twitter for folks to vote on. So if you're not already following the Rabbit in Red podcast on Twitter, please do so at Rabbit in Red Pod. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can vote on what will torture us next.
2: Yeah, see? Fun, fun.
0: <laughs> fun, 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 fun. Uh, okay, Jason goes to hell. Uh, first of all, it, supposedly, I, I don't think it's ever really confirmed confirmed in the movie. Maybe I'm wrong, but this is a direct sequel to Jason Takes Manhattan. Uh, like, the is FBI's... That's what, it, that's what it says on the trivias of the internet.
1: Hmm.
0: Uh, apparently, the FBI's interest in Jason came as a result of what happened in Manhattan. I don't okay. buy it. it. sounds like bullshit, I'm just yeah, saying.
2: I, I don't buy it either, because then that brings into question. Oh, OK. One, how did Jason get back to uh, Green Valley, New Jersey, like Crystal Lake? Um, and also, I mean, he turns into a boy like. We don't talk know. about that. All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, I guess it could explain his look. Um, in this movie, but again, in part eight, he was basically a skeleton, and in part nine, he's got skin. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. But I, get, people, I guess if
0: you're going to call "Jace Goes to Hell" canon, it's got to come from somewhere. Uh, you can't just yeah. I, I just always
2: know. assumed it was uh, basically the first film happened, and then this
0: one. Oh really? Hmm.
2: That's how I always assumed. I, I guess you could bring in. Like two, three, four, five, but yeah, I always looked at this one as its own universe. If the,
0: if the deadite thing is legit and is canon, like Mr. Marcus says, then theoretically it explains Roy. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. I still think that's bullshit, but I'm just saying it could. Yeah. But let's not go with that. <laughs> All right. Hey. Then, aside from that, we start off with a uh, a young woman who's chilling at Camp Crystal Lake, and you know she's in one of these cabins. She's taking a bath, enjoying. Yeah, I, basically, kind of a cliche F thirteen beginning. Kind of. I I have a question
2: about this because, and I think I answered it myself in my head later, but she, this woman is driving to Crystal Lake. Yeah, yeah. and she comes to a cabin. Later on in the movie, we hear Steven say, oh, this is the place, but they tore the cabins down a few years ago. Yeah. So, but this, and this happens just weeks before that moment. So, I mean, I know Crystal Lake's a big place and the camp was just one part of it, but was she at the camp and there was a cabin or was she, I guess she's just around the lake.
0: Yeah, I mean I guess it's like a, a Jarvis house situation. Yeah. Um
2: and the question, the other question is um we know who this woman is. Like we don't like know her name, but um we know what the, she's there for. Right.
0: Why is she getting naked and taking a shower? Well, okay. So i imagine she actually does have a name her name is agent elizabeth marcus (laughs) yeah of course it is um yeah so i if she's there for a long time if this is like a stakeout and she you know i don't know how many days oh well she we see her show up right not yeah we see her get it's just that one day because she gets there
2: it's like it's in the evening so it's probably it's summertime maybe so I don't know. It's probably like eight o'clock, eight thirty. She goes and um, we see her get there, and she turns the light on. The light bulb blows up. She goes, gets a light bulb, scares herself in the shed, and that's actually where our first continuity error comes in. Uh, she, because when she brings the ladder back in, she's changing the light bulb, uh, and Adam Marcus mentions it on the commentary. Her beak of her hat is flat. And then when she comes down the ladder, like a second later, it's flipped up for no reason. Uh, but um, yeah, and then we see her take a shower because it's, it's nighttime. But the like, whole time she's there, she knows Jason is coming. She knows her whole reason for being there is to draw out Jason. So she gets naked and takes a shower and makes herself like vulnerable.
0: Maybe it was in their notes, like, "All right, listen, he will not show up unless you get naked." Then she, they have like cameras all over the house. It was just one big plot to film her naked. <laughs> FBI, <laughs> <laughs> FBI.
2: But I mean, uh, I mean,
0: they could that could be like a legitimate note to be like he only comes out with you know sitting sitting teenagers in the woods. Um, I so mean, just it, uh, so, fucking stupid, so, but. <laughs> So that would mean was Jason sitting outside just waiting for the sound of running water? Get, get naked. I'm not coming in. I swear to God. Get naked. I'm not coming in.
2: I don't do this, for <laughs> You don't do
0: this if you're clothed. <laughs> yes, that. The answer is yes. That's exactly what was going on. Um, oh, yeah. Like well, my my thing is, man. It's it's one thing her showering already. I mean, maybe she doesn't buy into it. So she's like, okay, free vacation. You know. But like it. It's No matter how you want to envision the situation, it's bullshit, okay? Because, yeah, she should be prepared, especially if it's her first night there. She should be a little bit more on her toes and prepared for the situation. Even going out and checking the generator, like, she doesn't have a gun on her or anything, man. She's just... She's just there. She's basically a civilian. Yeah, like, it's just ridiculous. And I guess the whole point is so that when the whole all the FBI agents, the special ops team shows up were surprised. Like, Oh my God, it was a big setup, but like, fuck. Okay. Well, you should fire agent Marcus. Cause she's fucking useless. She's <laughs> <It's just laughs> fucking stupid. She got <laughs> naked, which, okay. Yeah. You want the, she's like,
2: well, we got to get the naked girl in there and show some boob and stuff. But like, and we don't makes, even see boob. Yeah. <laughs> this doesn't even make any <laughs> sense. Why would this FBI agent get naked in the shower? when she's trying to lure out this mass killer and then of course what happens jason pulls the power and she grabs a towel and she's like damn like was she uh, i guess she was expecting to have a shower before jason got there yeah so, it's like I at, at that moment
0: she should start questioning the situation
2: yeah cuz she says damn like he's here like, what the like yes he's here what the fuck did you think was going to happen <laughs> it was like And then, like, you know, Jason attacks her. She goes over the railing, crashes through the table, gets up, runs. Uh, She runs out of the, the cabin and slides across the hood. And then, of course, you can see there's a window in the back. And when she slides across, someone moves along the window and then Jason steps out of the doorway. There's no way that was Kane because the distance is too great from when the person moved by the window. So... There's like a crew member that moves by the window. Um, and then Jason, who I guess we
0: should, because this is the first time we get to see him. We get to see yeah. what Jason looks like. Well, first, first of all, what makes it even worse is we hear him before we ever see him. And that's yeah. like just one gripe I have. Like the second Jason is put into the movie, he starts off with that big and swings into the, the railing. yeah Yeah, this is the movie where i don't
2: kane added the growls and the grunts because yeah he goes and then yeah we hear him the the thing
0: the thing is man like i don't i don't blame kane because um no like Mm -hmm. kane always does that shit like if you watch any behind the scenes of any of the f13 or hatchet movies um like he's or even like the mocap ref 13 Yeah, I like, remember
2: him doing it for the mocap in those videos.
0: Yeah, it's just like that's how he is, man. Like like on the set of Hatchet, he'll be like screaming and growling just to get hyped up. It keeps him in that moment with the character and keeps him hyped. So you know what they do? They edit it out. It, yeah. And They're like, you know what? I kind of like it. Also, we're too fucking lazy. So leave it in there. <laughs> Change everything that Jason's ever done. Leave it in there.
2: Yeah, it's it is really weird because he does it all throughout the movie. Yeah. Uh, when all Jason's on screen. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, it's just weird because I mean, why, why do the growling and the grunting and, and when he gets shot, it's really, it, it sounds really weird. Cause he's like,
1: hoo, hoo, hoo,
2: hoo, hoo. Yeah. <laughs> when he's getting shot, so it's, like, it's It's fucking comedic um but yeah so then you know like i said she runs across the car and jason steps out and we get to see him yeah and- i've ne- I never hated this look of jason uh the only thing about it that i don't like is he's wearing his outfit the blue shirt and pants are just too i uh, they're not appealing it's just a blue shirt and blue pants Uh, but i i like the the mask i love the uh battle damaged mask i've always been a big fan of that and the head looks kind of cool and i know there's a lot of people that don't like this look but
0: yeah i fucking hate it (laughs) (laughs) like i like i think the hockey mask is pretty cool i have one it's actually one of my favorite ones i have me too um but like dude it's funny because i like it in the game too and i was like okay Mm. What do I like about it in the game that I don't like in the movie? And he's, it's, it's because he, he's so he's so tight in the game, man. Like his that blue—they're not baggy at all in the mm. game. It's like they're like sucked to his body. He's in, in leaner
2: in the game, like he. Yeah,
0: yeah, I mean, he's, yeah. Not to mention, like th- this is that moment in time. Unfortunately, that Kane was a little thick. All right. Yeah. Um. He, he was in a bodybuilding phase, but he, mm. yeah, dude, he's. He's pretty thick here and it's it's pretty noticeable. Then you then you toss on the baggy ass like clothes they got going on and it's just not a good look. I don't like it. Um but hey, whatever. It's like it it's funny because I I mentioned Roy already, which the only other time we see Jason in blue, it's like are they doing that on purpose? I don't even think it's blue. It's like gray, I guess. I yeah, I think it's one of those things where the lighting plays
2: tricks with it because it does look blue. But it's probably not blue. I think it is a very light gray, actually.
0: Yeah. It doesn't really matter what color you make it. I just don't. I don't like it. Um, I'm not a big fan of bubble brain either. Uh,
2: I always thought they were like tumors or something that were like growing. But he is badly burned. So maybe it's just bubbled up skin.
0: I mean, I like the concept of the the mask being embedded into his face. Mm. And like being kind of like permanent there. But I, it's just everything else around his head. His head just fucking huge, and yeah, like I said, it's all bubbly.
2: Yeah, and they do get the, they did get the wrong eye, gone. Like they yep. they messed up on the eye. He is missing his right eye instead of
0: his left. Yeah, just add to the fucking list. Yep, there's a lot of mistakes in
2: this movie. That, I mean, uh. Yeah, yeah, disrespectful. Like, and there's no, there's no answer for it because, I mean, these guys should have known. Especially like Adam Marcus grew up in this shit, you know, with um, Sean's son. So, but yeah. Um, so he chases her, uh, and they're just running in a circle, and uh, finally, she gets to the, the spot and jason she's standing there looking she turns around jason's behind her she screams ducks out of the way and then the swat team uh reveals themselves they turn on the lights uh which they had time to set up and jason never bothered them um i guess that was her like she distracted him at the cabin so they had time to do this and then they just opened fire on him. and uh they start, yeah, they start shooting the hell out of him. And I don't know what the hell they uh, they fired at him, this missile. But <laughs> they uh, eventually, after shooting Jason uh, a number of times, they fire this rocket or this missile and they blow him up. And if you watch the movie closely, when Jason's head is spinning in the air, you can see the bottom of it's not painted it's the, the foam head part, like the what they made the head out of? They didn't paint the bottom, so you can see this white spinning around every time. Uh and then yeah, Jason is blown to bits. Uh his heart is beating and then stops beating. Um, and the team the SWAT team is like, you know, cheer, and he says, Clean up all this shit, Mahoney.
0: Uh and then we see Creighton Duke was there too. Yeah, just and chilling says, off in the background in the shadows.
2: Yeah, he says, "I don't think so."
0: And then we get why? I th- why? Uh, yeah, I fucking hate this movie. Like, <laughs> where where has Duke been this entire time? And then, I mean, I get you're buying into this lore and the the blade and the Voorhees name and all this, but like, you just watched a man. What appears to be a man. Blown into tiny little pieces. And you're still like, nah, man, he's good. He's good. He'll be back.
2: Yeah, that's another thing. It's never explained. Like, who's Duke? Where did Duke come from? How does he know? Why does he know? what well, like, it's never explained. I know there's supposed to be some backstory that like Jason he encountered Jason once and then killed his girlfriend. It's like, okay, that would explain his hatred for Jason, but doesn't explain how in the hell he knows all this stuff about a, a Voorhees. Uh, how to kill Jason, how to just have a random knife turn into the... Basically, it looks like the Kandarian dagger. Yeah. And, like, how? It doesn't explain anything. It doesn't, it, he's just there. You could have eliminated some of that problem if you'd have made him
0: Tommy Jarvis. Well, yeah, but then... In, oh, well, yeah. Well, I mean, they probably should have. They probably should have just done that. But then you have, like, the... The whole idea that only a family member can kill him, mm-hmm. even though he does legitimately die in part four in four. Yeah, it's like, I don't the, like the, if you if this movie is truly canon and is taking all the sequels into account. The only reason Jason never came back was literally just because of a strike of lightning. Yep. Like that is it. No lore. No Necronomicon was used. He simply was shocked back to life, Frankenstein, Frankenstein style. And that's it, man. Like, so otherwise any- he would
2: remain dead forever.
0: <laughs> exactly. There, there's no there's no fucking Voorhees curse, which, by the way, the introduction of the curse in general, that he only died from family member via the the blade um, mm-hmm. that literally overlooks the entire concept of the Necronomicon being in the movie. He's not a fucking deadite if that's the case. So fuck off. I just, I mean,
2: again, that's not how you kill deadites. Deadites can be killed by anyone using anything. Like Ash kills a bunch of them. And also, this film happens, and the very last shot in this movie, uh, we know, is Freddy. Freddy versus Jason is canon to this. Versus is a direct sequel to this. Well, is it? It's supposed to be. I think. I mean, I always thought it was a
0: versus was a sequel to Jason Goes to Hell and Freddy's Dead. So you're it, telling me a person who never even saw Jason Goes to Hell directed a sequel to it? Yes. Oh, Okay. <laughs> no, is, I mean, it makes sense to me.
2: But in that movie, like Jason is resurrected by Freddy, and like using the mom saying, "You can't die. You can never die. You can like, never die." I was like, "Well." What about the dagger and what about uh, you know, forget all that? So I don't know. Yeah. You t- if you're taking that into account, it's just like, this makes no fucking sense. It's like, what the hell? And, yeah, um, man, yeah, I just... that's our opening. Though. I believe we get the, we get the title then. So that was our cold open. Then we get the title. Jason goes to hell and we get, you know, credits, and they they fly Jason's remains to Youngstown, Ohio, and we see the coroner coming in, bringing the pieces, and he comes by the security guards. Uh, one of them is played by Kane.
0: Yeah. Which, by the way, dude, like, so I know well, I literally just said earlier, Kane looks a little thick in, in the Jason costume. And uh, at this point, like I said, he's like legit. I mean, he's a big dude in terms of, like just being physically like at his peak. Yep. He is just got a big chest now. He's, he's His shoulders are bigger than they ever been. Um, but like, when you watch him in the security guard outfit, he doesn't look chubby to me. <laughs> doesn't no. look fucking bloated to me.
2: No, he doesn't at all. It makes you wonder was the suit adding to it.
0: Well, like, there's really that's I don't get wh- what went wrong with it because the costume itself, like he's wearing a full like onesie kind of thing that show his skin, yeah. and then that's about it. Uh, there's like then after that, it's just the blue shit on top of it. So I don't know what happened. Um, and it's consistent throughout his t- his quote unquote two scenes. It's consistent. He's like that big. He's all poofed up. Yeah, it looks like Jason's been kind
2: of eating good yeah i don't know yeah um and yeah then from there the corner takes uh still getting interspliced with credits takes jason's remains into the the office and opens up the bag the body bag does a whole tape uh you know recording the odd the autopsy yeah and uh says, you know, in my professional opinion, this guy is deader than shit. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Which it I uh, strike that from the record. Uh yeah. It, it, it's just stupid, but it's pretty nineties, <laughs> pretty late li- pretty eighties, pretty nineties. Uh I'll let it go, I guess.
2: Yeah. And then um we got the other uh corner who's also the writer of this movie. Uh, yeah. he comes in. He has the same scene with Kane and them, and they're searching him, and he giggles because they're Kane's like frisking him. Uh, I don't know. And, oh, actually, I guess we got to back up because we missed the scene. The first corner eats Jason's heart.
0: Yeah, corner fill.
2: <laughs> yep, because Jason's heart when he's 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 I don't know inspecting it
0: and it starts beating and. Yeah, he's, like, hypnotized by it, man. He's just like, oh, wow. Yeah. That goes, is boom, a boom, tasty boom, boom. fucking hot." Dude, the look on his face.
2: <laughs> he's, like, looking. He's got his hand on his look. He's, like, with his eyes. It's almost like he said, Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> he just starts eating this fucking big black heart. Yeah. And, it's, uh, and okay. then it's, okay. But he doesn't even eat the whole thing. Like, he takes a big, meaty bite uh the unrated cut you see him take uh a few more bites and uh then he starts like his throat swells he starts like puking up this black shit and he opens up his shirt and all these like evil these spirits or orange flames come out of his shirt or come out of jason's remains and go into him and he lets out these like uh guttural huge like screams and growls and i guess security guys just don't hear them
0: thick walls yeah, Why the fuck are you there for security then like <laughs> I, I mean i guess you're just stopping people from getting in there to to see Jason's body i understand but i mean do they really have soundproof walls in the freaking morgue
2: i they must cuz he was letting out some
0: loud ass growls and roars and to huh. Ohio, by the way. That morgue, they, t- they took him to Ohio. Yep. Youngstown, Ohio. No, no wonder it all fell apart. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Yeah, fucking Buckeyes.
2: Um, and then uh, then the other corner shows up and he comes in and he's like, hey, Phil, you know, this is an amazing opportunity. <laughs> How many people get to say whatever the hell they want to Jason fucking Voorhees? He's like, I like to take a big shit right on your mask. And uh, then Phil turns around with the probe. He's like, yes, that's a probe. And then Phil kills him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is a probe. Yeah. And then uh, Phil kills him. Uh, I was always disappointed that because he kills him and then he leaves. He walks by that, that shiny metal, I don't know, case thing, whatever it is. And it, you see Jason's reflection. Yeah. Is it? I was always disappointed that they didn't take the hockey mask so that each person that was Jason wore the hockey mask. Uh, I know that wouldn't work.
0: It, it's, but, I mean, it's don't get me wrong. The concept is already laughable, but that would probably even make it funnier.
2: It would. Yeah.
0: I remember there's an interview with
2: Kane where he said he thought it would be really cool. If the more, the longer somebody was Jason or the more uh, he possessed PO throughout the film, the hockey mask started to push through. Oh, yeah. He, the f- face. So he, more,
0: each person looked more and more like the the mask. But Yeah, if you like just like their skin just started to like melt off as time yeah. went on. Yeah.
2: He, uh, I remember Kane, I think it's on one of the new interviews in the new box that Kane said he thought like, it would be, like if he could talk to each person that was going to be possessed so they could act kind of like him. But he said like nobody had any interest. They just wanted to. Do their own thing. Huh. I mean, whatever. Yeah. And then uh so from there the corner comes out, uh, walks by the guards, and like, hey, Jason gonna be getting up, walk around anytime soon. And Kane's like, he ain't nothing but a big old pussy anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then and then the corner kills them, and we go to
0: uh American case file. Yeah. The newscaster Robert Campbell sitting there interviewing uh, Mr. Creighton Duke, who for some reason is an expert on Jason. Um, Again, never explained doesn't doesn't even explain really why he ever had an interest in her in Jason um, beyond what you mentioned with his sister, which isn't even in like the actual cut. So, yeah, it's just. He's he's this bounty hunter who's delivered six of
2: the country's most, you know, deadly or terrifying killers and I honestly the whole time I was watching it I kept thinking about uh Roseblood. <laughs> I was like this movie's giving me nothing for backstory on Duke so I'm just
0: going to use Roseblood. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, at least with that you could kind of be like, "Oh, I I get it." I get why yeah. he hates him. <laughs> yeah,
2: so yeah, I was like, ah, fuck it, I'll just use Roseblood as my justification.
0: Yeah, like um, he, he even has the line because Peter, of course, was thinking about all of this while writing Roseblood, and the line like, "I told you to remember me, asshole." Like that line, mm. like that's why it's in Roseblood. The
1: you remember me,
0: you yeah. hear me? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> remember me. Yeah. um
2: And we get the line, you know, he says, Jason Voorhees, the guy's like, well, uh, Duke says, that makes me think of a little girl in a pink dress stinking a hot dog through a donut.
0: Yeah, it's (laughs) it's all in there.
2: Yeah. 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 And he, of course, you know, quotes Jaws. Uh, He says, you know, he names his price for money. He says, for that, you get the mask, the machete, the whole damn thing.
0: Yeah, which. (sighs) (sighs) Okay, now he's a bounty hunter, yep, it's just it's stupid <laughs> yeah uh,
2: pretty much uh that um the t v um the t v show Robert Campbell, when he first comes on, he does give us our first and only uh name
0: drop of Elias in the entire series. Um, yeah which also so the name Elias it it was like Tom McLaughlin said that he thought about going into the Elias situation. and but then Adam Marcus says that he never like he just made up the name Elias. and what? like yeah, like dude, dude i really? I can't off the top of my head. I cannot remember the story, but the whole. The name Elias apparently was not established anywhere at any time, apparently at all. And Adam Marcus just, just like he said, it came across his head and went with it. So what huh. the fuck? That's just some crazy coincidence that Tom McLaughlin had a script with Elias in it, and and what Adam Marcus didn't know that. What?
2: What? I that's yeah. I thought Tom McLaughlin used it first.
0: Yeah. I he, that's do I, uh, I I uh, literally don't even know the truth anymore. I just, I'm so confused.
2: Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. I feel like Adam marx's thoughts or views or opinions are—they or are also, they up. Change
0: all <laughs> the fucking time, dude. They do. They do. And like I said, I really like the guy, but he like there's so many things he has just flipped on over the years. I'm like, yeah. which one's true, man? Like, but it's, yeah, it, I don't it's, know.
2: It's like the Jason and Necronomicon thing. They clearly say in the commentary of this movie, Hey, we're just happy to have the prop. Doesn't mean anything. Just just a fun little
0: Easter egg. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then years later, you know, even in the interview you did with him, he's like, yeah, no, Jason's a deadite.
0: Yeah. It's it's canon. Oh, Uh, okay. I don't believe you. (laughs) (laughs) You're Okay. (laughs) I, I hope, I hope when hearts of darkness drops, um, that we get a little bit more of a straightforward story. Cause he's, he has saved a lot over the last few years that he won't like complete the full story because he's saving it for the documentary. So maybe we'll have better answers once that comes out. I hope so. I hope there's a point where he just, he's sitting there at the
2: camera and he looks and he just tells the truth on everything, you know, but I, I doubt it, but who knows? Maybe.
0: Yeah. Like, I don't really, because Adam Marcus was 23 when he made this movie.
2: yeah.
0: And so for me to be like, oh, God, fuck you, Adam Marcus. You ruined my life. You ruined everything that was Jason. It's like, dude, he took an opportunity and he ran with it. And yeah, he missed the mark pretty much every step of the way. But he made a movie, man. And he's so That's young. True. He's so young and, and went in on like a huge, huge franchise. I don't know, man. Like, he to take the risk he did it was extremely ballsy ballsy yeah yeah i think i think the movie sucks but i also respect the hell that a 23 year old did it so it's i mean uh, how many
2: uh, like young aspiring filmmakers who've never made a movie before and they get a chance to direct a major studio horror film of a franchise like how many would say no you know, you're given this
0: opportunity. Well, yeah, no, you got to be fucking stupid to say no. <laughs> exactly. You know? And it's not like the franchise is sitting in the best place ever. And you had so much pressure to make an amazing movie. It's like you, you're coming off. Of Chase takes Manhattan. All right, man. Just yeah. go out there and finish a movie and you'll probably still be just as good, if not better. Pretty much. Uh, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, it was not, <laughs> That's not any it, better it than, might be considered just as good or very close i suppose yeah it's just a little bit harder to have as much fun
2: yeah it is there's just a lot more of uh head scratching screaming uh you know throwing your remote to the tv kind of stuff with this movie um so from the whole interview with duke we then cut to, um, I can't remember her name. Should have brought the cast list. It's my fault. Um, Jason's sister. Uh, uh, Diana, right? Yeah. And yes, Jason has a sister in this one. That's yeah. introduced.
0: Uh, yeah, just add it to the fucking list. You, you, when you watch this movie for the first time, you have to write down all the changes. You're like, wait, a, oh, fuck. All right. <laughs> yeah you gotta have a few pages
2: i feel like if you're giving jason a sister to me that hurts pamela's story in the first film because she went nuts over the loss of her son her only child like that that's what drove this woman to kill like she she was so distraught and so you know uh, overcome with grief and anger that she snapped So now you're telling us that she did that, but yet she had this other child at home. Yeah. I think it lessens her story. It makes her more uh, selfish. It makes her more of a bad mother. It makes her not that Pamela Voorhees is a good person, but (laughs) it's just, you know, the whole time she had this other daughter at home. Yeah. And she just, Abandon her, I guess. Uh, to me,
0: it hurts Pamela's story. It it hurts fucking everything. It hurts the whole franchise. Like, there's no pro to it. The only reason it's there is to push this idea that only a Voorhees can kill a Voorhees. That's the only reason it's there. And I, I, whatever. I I don't know, man. i you had to do something different. Adam Marcus is just like, okay, we're gonna take what is Halloween. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, man, now, hear me out. It's crazy. This has never happened before, ever in any horror franchise ever. I the main villain <laughs> is going to have a sister, and that <laughs> is what's going to drive him this whole movie. It's like it, I don't know, man. He, he had to do something, and uh, he did one of the top five worst things he could have done. Maybe potentially up there.
2: He, he's like, sh- he's like, Sean started. rip off halloween i'm gonna complete it (laughs) yeah really yeah (laughs) yeah um so she sees the news report and uh then she goes out into the diner we see it's a two-for-one burger sale you know they're celebrating jesus we see the the owner of the diner they you know they they make burgers that uh patties that look like hockey masks yeah um which okay yeah (laughs) um and then she goes over to take an order and it's from duke uh uh i mean
0: duke okay yeah i I mean this whole this whole scene is literally here just so duke has this moment where he can kind of explain to diana what he knows yeah um I don't know why he didn't do this shit 30 years ago. I don't know. When, when did he learn this information about Jason? What took him so long to spread the information? Uh, whatever.
2: Yeah. Just where have you been, man? (laughs) If you're taking into account the other films as canon, like where in the hell have you been? Right. Uh, but yeah, so he ends up getting into a confrontation with Diana, with the sheriff. Uh, and then they, Take him out. They arrest him. For for what, by the way? I I don't know. He tells the sheriff to blow him. I don't understand. <laughs> he says, like, why don't you blow me, Sheriff, right after your girlfriend gets through? Why does he do that? Like, why attack her? Because it, he's a badass. I guess. And then, yeah, and, uh, the cop that escorts him out is played by Adam Marks, his brother. Yeah. Uh, and... Yeah, the sheriff's like, I want you out of this town. He's like, well, that's very colorful of you, Chief. And uh, so, yeah, they take him out. Uh, and then Diane goes over to Stephen. And we meet Stephen for uh, this movie. John D. LeMay, who's, who is also in the uh, the series, Friday the 13th the series. Yeah. Which has fuck all to do with Friday the 13th. That's uh, just having the name. Well, uh, yeah, pretty much. And, uh, you know, she tells him, Hey, you still want to make things right with Jessica. I got something to tell you, meet me at my house tonight. And that's, uh, that's pretty much the end of that scene.
0: Yeah. So man, there's a lot going on. You have a handful of teenagers. You have, a uh, uh, Alexis, Deborah, and Luke, and they are camping literally in honor of Jason's demise. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah they're they're going out and they're uh they're doing their thing um and basically just doing every cliche thing in the book uh you know they're doing drugs, skinny dipping skinny dipping they uh you know sex yeah they have sex and of course like this is one of those cool ass moments uh that's probably i imagine this was the death you were talking about earlier that's one of the best in the franchise yep yeah um before
2: all that there is a like a meta joke made when Steven picks them up, yeah? Because Steven picks them up to crystal, like he's like, Oh, are they going to smoke a little dope, have a little premarital sex, and get slaughtered.
0: They're like, Wait, wait. It's like,
2: hey, it's like, slow down, Jesus. Gonzalez, oh, you're not scream.
0: <laughs> yeah? True,
2: <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then and that that one girl doesn't even know his name. This dude literally picked them up, I don't know, like. If they drive they don't drive that long or at least the maybe they do the drive doesn't seem long they two get out he's like hey here here's where the camp was they tore the camps down a few years ago uh, except for that one big one you saw at the beginning of the movie but ignore that um and then the girl that's in the passenger seat's like hey you want to come with us we're gonna go skinny dipping like she's uh, trying to get this guy whose name I, she doesn't know to is it was, it was a
0: different time uh, <laughs> it's the '90s. it's the early 90s nobody because I mean, really it's it's pushing it's pushing an 80s type of mentality um, yeah it's like yeah i mean nothing better to do man and, and not <laughs> to mention this alexis deborah and luke situation is probably one of the most like awkward third wheeling scenarios um, yeah I, I didn't understand that at all like i don't know i mean i if i was
2: steven i probably would be like yeah but <laughs> i'm just saying right, yeah
0: i'll get out there <laughs> yeah, <I'm> just saying
2: <laughs> in the movie when you're watching it's like huh okay <laughs> but yeah. um and what's weird too is um, not her but the other two uh those the guy and the girl um those actors were dating in real life and had like recently broken up and then got cast in this movie in those roles
0: Oh, I didn't know they recently broke up. That's yeah. interesting. And then they well, had a whole big sex scene. Yeah, I guess it... I mean, like, even though you're exes, I bet that still made that scene way easier for them to shoot. Oh, yeah. Probably, 100%.
2: And then, so we... Maybe, maybe they got back together afterwards. Who knows? Maybe. Jason goes hell brought them together. <laughs> it's about the only goddamn people you brought together. <laughs> Divided a whole shitload of other people. <laughs> Uh, so yeah you, you're right like they go they, they skinny dip they come back uh, they don't do drugs I think yeah. this is the only hey, they only, only no drugs
0: they only mention doing drugs they don't actually do it
2: yeah and then so the girl's like hey you mind if we borrow the tent for half an hour and then she's like no nah, take long, night I'm gonna sleep outside <laughs> and- <laughs> if
0: I was, if I was <laughs> a bit Luke I'd be like <laughs> you want you what? A half an hour? An hour. <laughs> you got five goddamn minutes, and we're wrapping this up. <laughs> half an hour? Damn <laughs> <Half an>, This <laughs> <it's scary. laughs> Ain't no goddamn overtime here. <laughs> hey, guys! I would have literally like canceled all plans. Like, get hey, back the fucking car. Where'd Steve go? <laughs> We, we ain't doing half an hour. We <laughs> got don't too know. many fucking expectations. We coming out here for half an hour. <laughs> we, we we've been just skiing dipping for thirty minutes was foreplay alone. <laughs> I almost finished out there. You want me to go back in there for the half an hour? Are you out of your goddamn mind? You get two minutes and that's all I'm because I know you. <laughs> I'll give you ninety goddamn seconds and we got to get back out of here. I'm gonna take some 30 s'mores. Seconds <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thirty seconds of that I'm just gonna be getting undressed. <laughs> I'm like, like, hey, we can't do Alexis like that. We can't leave her out here all alone in these woods. 60 60 seconds. Tops. Sixty (laughs) seconds. Half an hour.
2: Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) No goddamn marathon up. (laughs) Uh. Uh, But yeah, so she says that and uh, the the other girl is. Uh, oh, I'm gonna sleep out here tonight, uh next to the fire, super close to my sleeping bag. Uh, hope it doesn't catch fire. <laughs> uh, so then she. Uh, so they go and they do their thing, and he. He's like, "Oh, I shrank my pod," and then she's like, "Oh, your pod looks pretty good from here." Yes, Just- you still not getting half an hour. I was
0: maybe. oh
2: god but uh so yeah they they go in the tent she's outside she uh she's laying there and then we see jason's watching them or you know he's the coroner's body
0: yeah phil jason
2: yeah phil jason and uh she gets up to go pee uh no toilet paper so she just pees and stands up and goes back uh jason then grabs her kills her with a scalpel just swings it weirdly at her a couple times. Yeah. It's a, it's a really awkward looking kill. And then uh, we cut back to the two in the tent. Uh, they're making out. He says, ask her if she's ready for Tony, the wonder llama. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> um. So the, she's like, Oh, do you have a condom? He's like, Oh, it's outside and they start wrestling. He's like, forget it. She's like, nah, you gotta pee anyway. She goes outside, she gets a condom, she pees in the exact same spot that her friend peed. <laughs>
0: it's fucking standing <laughs> in the puddle.
2: <laughs> oh, no, must have rained. oh <laughs> um, god. And then again, you know, she just pees, stands up, uh,
0: goes back to the tent. Why does she pee? I don't know. Like, what, I, I, what, I, what was Adam Marcus thinking at that time? Like, okay, we need to have her go out and grab the condom. But she, like, has to pee at this moment. It's like, without uh, it, this movie doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I need that pee spot. Yeah, I don't think you understand. The entire vision of this movie is completely wrecked. If Deborah doesn't go out there and pee. I,
2: I guess it was her reason for going out to get the condom because he had said, you know, oh, just forget it.
0: Why she's couldn't like, she just be like, oh, I'm, hey, hey, young children watching this, teenagers, <laughs> make sure you practice safe sex. No, I'm not going to have sex with you without a condom. Like, but done. <laughs> like, why? Oh, no, actually, I have to pee. If I didn't have to pee at this moment, you bet your ass we'd be having unprotected sex.
2: But Yeah. She's like, hey, you know, maybe you don't want to get pregnant. <laughs> yeah, like- <laughs> you know, like, uh, I know right She's, I don't know. But, yeah, she goes out and gets the condom, pees comes back and she gives the condom to him and he's like looking at it. He's like turning it around. He's like, Oh God, I hate these things. Like, dude, it's not a fucking Rubik's cube. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Have you never, I, I don't know. I get the way it came off. is like, he's never used one. He's never opened. Yeah. He looked lost. Cause like, he's fumbling with the wrapper. and He's like, oh, I hate these things. So, she just grabs it and throws it away.
0: Yeah. So that dude <laughs> the making whole, the whole fucking thing pointless. Yeah. Just I I don't understand it at all. It should have just been cut out because there's nothing. Like I feel like in a in a script, unless you're pushing for like a funny moment or something like that, which maybe they were going for with that. I feel like everything you write should like push towards something else. We, we're leading to something else. And yeah. that scene where she goes out and pees and grabs a condom is is nothing. It is stupid.
2: Yeah, because it, it, it nothing. First of all, her peeing is stupid. Didn't need that. Secondly, like she made a point asking if he had a condom and then gets one. And then he's struggling with it for some unknown fucking reason. And then she's like, oh, okay, I'll just throw it away and another thing that's weird with that the, the tent door is closed when she yeah. came in she threw the condom so they start you know having sex jason moves in he picks up that fucking metal pole he steps on the condom so somehow the condom got outside of the tent even yeah, though she all the, time. the door. um and then we get the best kill I mean arguably one of the best kill in the franchise. Uh, she's the girl's on top. Uh, she, she's you know having fun. She's doing a dang, doing a dang. Yeah. And <laughs> then Jason drives the pole through her and then rips her up right up the middle, right out through her collarbone shoulder, tears yeah. her right in half. Uh, great fucking kill. Practical looks amazing.
0: Yeah, it's a, it is a, it really is an amazing kill. It's brutal, and it looks very legitimate. It's incredible practical effects. So yeah. if, if that's, like I said, that's the one thing. Well, not the one thing, but one of the few things I really like about this movie is their use of practical effects. And yeah, man, like that is some brutal stuff.
2: Yeah, like even the sound it makes, like just tearing up upwards through her body. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Jason's ever done a kill. That's more brutal than that. Like that was, that was gnarly. Um, I guess Adam Marcus said that there was a magazine or it might've been variety called Jason goes to hell. The return to morality for horror films because they don't use the condom and because Jason steps on the condom and they get killed for not having protective sex. But, I feel like jason's
0: gonna kill them regardless. <laughs> yeah, like you think if he put that condom on, he would have survived. Like he's like, "Oh man, I can't kill him. He he's got he's got it wrapped." <laughs> you know, you should have just it, they they should recut the scene where he steps on the empty raptor or empty wrapper and then just walks away. He like you know, picks it up. He's like, "Ah, oh, goddamn, good kids, good kids." Walks away. You
2: son of a bitch! <laughs>
0: <laughs> he just then walks
2: away. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he stops. He's like, smells a joint. He's like, Fuck. <laughs> I got him. <laughs> I got him now. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, so then it cuts and we hear a scream. And if you listen, you can hear a sound of like a crunch. Uh that's how he killed the the guy in the tent. Yeah. And then uh then he walks away. You know, he's kicks the sleeping bag and uh, you know, he's on his way to town. Uh, not sure why Jason had to make the stop at the lake, considering, you know, uh, him being reborn is pretty important. But I guess we just needed that scene at the
0: lake. Yeah, I. it's just old school F-13 is we need to capture at least a little bit of it. Yep. Uh,
2: it it is like hurt a little bit because it's not Jason. It's Jason, but it's, you know, it's not.
0: Yeah, I think, like, that that scene kind of reiterates the point that, like, no, you're not seeing your hockey mask killer, but this is the same dude who, you know, has been killing a sinning teen since 1980. I yeah. I, I get what they're doing with it. It's just, yeah, not as cool because imagine part seven Jason doing that kill instead. Be way cooler. Oh, it would be. Be awesome. Um
2: I believe from there we go to back to Diana at the diner. It's night. Uh she goes outside and she feeds Tango. Yeah. It's this stray dog, I guess, that she feeds. Um, and then the cop, Josh, uh, scares the shit out of her. He's like, I was just going to my car. I thought I'd come up and scare the bejesus out of you first. Uh, gives her a coat, talks to her about um uh her boyfriend, who's the sheriff whose name I don't remember.
0: Um, uh um, well, there's so there's Sheriff Ed Landis. Yeah, Sheriff Landis. Yep, yeah, that's who it is. Um, so yeah, then
2: Jason's watching this. Um, and then you know, she goes inside. Josh's uh girlfriend pulls up, and he goes to get in the car with her. Jason what it rushes toward her crushes her head in the car door. It's another really good kill that I like that super easy to do. I mean, they just put a piece of foam or felt in a, uh, that thing she's got on her head, that like, uh, head ribbon and they just crush it at the door. Yeah. It's a great kill. It's bloodless, but I mean, it, I thought it works. And then we cut to the Voorhees house and we see Voorhees is misspelled. <laughs> it sure is (laughs) yeah v-o-r-h-e-e-s um adam marcus has said that basically it wasn't his fault i mean he said he's a director he's trying to keep track of this and that shoot the scene he didn't have time to make sure that vorhees is spelled correctly um i call
0: bullshit (laughs) because like, okay it is it is somebody's job to make sure that doesn't happen right i mean you're you prop master you're continu- i mean there's people that like are devoted to making sure that shit doesn't happen but mm-hmm. that's that's fine if you want to pass the blame mr marcus until you get onto like the editing room and you are putting that together and you saw the final cut well before the movie ever came out right and you saw yep. that was a problem would it really have been that hard To fix that one shot not at all
2: you don't even need you don't need any of your actors you could have easily mocked up like a set and just shot a board that said Voorhees yeah dude there's no way that wouldn't even cost you barely any money to fix that and yeah you're right like he can pass the blame but he's the director he would be he would see the final edit and you know he saw that, and nobody. It's it's the same thing as fucking Halloween Four. Nobody saw the pink mask, really. Nobody knew Donald Pleasant shot a whole day with his
0: fucking hat on. Yeah, <laughs> like, and nobody fucking noticed that Voorhees is spelled wrong. Yeah, it's more likely to me that they literally didn't notice until fans called it out. Like I, hundred percent, I think that is what happened. Yep, and it,
2: it, this movie, uh, more than most uh actually way more than most uh bad horror films just shows a real lack of care a real yeah. lack of like like you said respect and there's just so many things uh but the next scene after that is the one in the movie that is the most bizarre uh and could use a lot of explanation jason took this cop josh stripped him naked and strapped him to a table and he sure did and proceeds to it's actually the second continuity error i noticed proceeds to put shaving cream on him and shave him the scene where he first puts the shaving cream on josh there's a little bit and when he immediately cuts back uh to josh like then he puts it on him it shows jason it cuts back to josh he's just covered in shaving cream um uh, yeah and then he shaves Josh and then uh possesses him why <laughs> why why did he why did he uh strip this guy naked strap him to a table and then shave him I <laughs> We we need to talk about that why like, I
0: don't understand <laughs> I don't understand anything about a lot of this movie, and I I don't I can't even begin to think where they thought it was a good idea to do something fucking stupid like that. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Like he was preparing his next body. I mean, I guess because I,
2: the corner has a mustache, the corner has like a goatee. I I don't know. I guess he figured. No, nah, I don't like the goatee. So I'm getting rid of it on this guy, because if you listen to the commentary, uh, they question it. Uh, it's Adam Marcus and Dean Laurie, I think. I might not be, the, but the right the him and the writer, and they're like, "Why is he doing this? Why is he at to the table?" And they're just like, "I don't know." The mustache tickles him. Like they don't even know why he did it. They
0: don't even know why that scene's in there. It's just, it's so fucking dumb. And there's so many things. It's like they forgot they were making a Friday movie. And they're like, what's something stupid we could do right now? What's something that would make the audience cringe? Because that's what we want. We want the audience to just feel uncomfortable. And like, yeah, I guess you did it. But like, (laughs) what about that was Jason at all? It's so stupid. Yeah. I mean,
2: like I said, I was a fan of this movie. But even with that scene, there's no defending it. There's no it's the most head scratching scene in a movie I've ever seen. There's there's no lead up to it. There's no reason to it. There's no he never does anything like that again. Yeah. I I, I I don't fucking get it. Um Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. The other thing, like that Vorhees house is huge. That's a big ass, at one time, really nice house. And from what we know about Pamela, she was a cook at a freaking summer camp. So was Elias
0: well off? Like, I don't who's know. paying for this fucking house? This place is nice. It passed through the family, I guess. I guess.
2: Uh good luck paying the bills and the tax land tax on that with a summer camp cook job, but. <laughs> okay
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah but then uh so jason possesses josh uh i believe the next scene is diana getting a call from jessica her daughter yep uh who says you know hey mom i'm coming home i got a new boyfriend you don't know him but you'll recognize him of course she's dating robert campbell from american case file yep uh uh basically then josh shows up uh which i guess jason must inherit some memories of the person that he takes over because otherwise how the hell did he know where dinah lives unless he's been secretly keeping an eye on his sister all these years i don't Uh, (laughs) know but uh he breaks in uh he slams the phone down. Jessica's like, mama. So she ends up calling the sheriff. Uh, and then Josh and Diane are struggling. She looks in the mirror. She sees Jason, uh, his reflection there. And then she pulls out a gun. She's like, you motherfucker. And Boom. Shoots him in the head. Uh, pretty cool scene. You can see the brains and blood, like actually leaking out of his head. Yeah. And this, this, next part is something they even talk about in the commentary so even they knew it was fucking stupid she shoots him and she has all this room on his left side to walk around him all kinds of room what does she do she walks over him she walks right in front of him right by his hands instead of walking out around him and they even mention it on commentary. They're like, why would she do that? She has all this room to walk around. Motherfucker, you made the movie. Why did she do that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> why are you asking in the commentary? Like, you know.
0: Because the script says so.
2: Well, then it's like, why didn't you frame it in a way or shoot it in a way that we don't see that she has all this
0: fucking room to walk around him? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a, <gasps> a million ways to fix that situation uh i feel like
2: we could say that about we're saying that about every the pro- there's a million ways duty. to fix this fucking anyway that fucking stupid shit happens <laughs> and then josh of course you know josh jason now uh grabs her because she's too fucking stupid to walk around him pulls her down uh they're struggling he's that little snake worm demon thing starts to come out of his mouth screaming uh And then Steven shows up, tackles Josh. Uh, Josh slams him down, throws him into the wall. Uh, And then this weird part happens. He's in front of the mirror and Jason like grabs him and throws him down and sees himself. Like Jason sees his reflection and pauses. Yeah. Why? He's seeing himself. Like his reflection is Jason. So when he sees his reflection, he's seeing, was he just stunned? oh wow you look pretty good today hmm? it's like yes yeah, and that's of course where you see they got the, the wrong eye missing yeah. uh like it's a cool look like that close-up of the mask and stuff but why the fuck is he... jason just stunned to like see himself in a mirror
0: yeah dude I... I, I wish I could answer the questions <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> like usually I can at least think of something that like maybe this is what they were thinking at this moment but I don't know I guess the point is that he assumes that he also is in a different body and then it's it confused his little boy mind that he's actually still seeing himself and he's ugly again maybe it goes into the whole point of why he shaved him to begin with he's like oh Look, I'm I'm gonna be a pretty boy now and then he's <laughs> <I'm> not pretty. <laughs> yeah.
2: I uh, I mean, I guess I guess it's another thing you just I don't know, read into it whenever you want. Yeah. Uh but then, you know, Jason uh Steven is trying to like comfort Diana and Jason grabs the sharpener out of the knife block and throws it, stabbing uh Diana in the back. Yeah. And uh, Josh, uh, Stephen puts a fire poker through Josh. He goes out the window. And then Stephen is comforting Diana. Although it looks like when he picks her up, he's leaning her down on the sharpener that's stuck in her back.
0: Yeah, dude. I always like, even when I was a kid, I'm like, dude, she, you're literally killing her right now. Like you're finishing her off right now. <laughs>
2: it's like, Don't lean her down, you yeah. idiot. <laughs> He just, like, leans you down because she goes all the yeah. way through.
0: Oh, shit. It wasn't me. That is my bad. Sorry about that. Wow. Am I sorry? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: but, yeah, and then the sheriff shows up and, you know, Josh is gone. He, uh, he arrests Stephen because he thinks Stephen did it. Which, I mean, you know, why wouldn't he? Stephen's there. He's covered in her blood. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh and I believe the next scene is Randy is talking, the other cop is talking to Steven saying, You did I know you didn't do it, you just gotta sit tight. You know, I'll figure this out. Uh I'm forgetting where we go after that. Oh no, is is it the jail cell where he goes, he meets Duke?
0: Well, uh man, so there there is a lot going on here. I mean you have um uh robert campbell um and when oh, so like right. his, they see yeah,
2: him in the in the police station yeah yeah or no wait that happens after
0: well like they yeah. diana's corpse is like stolen and then hidden in the house
2: yeah that happens later on um
0: i think i do i do think the next scene is steven meets uh duke yeah, I mean so we, we can go right there because that's probably yeah. the best scene in the movie.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's uh so Stephen's in the in the jail cell and you know tells Duke, you know, I didn't do the killing. He's like, Oh, I know that. How are you gonna get anyone else to believe you? He's like, It was Jason that killed Diana. And, you know, uh Duke tells him there's only one way to put an end to that devil, and they don't know the way. He's like, Can you do? And uh, he says, tell me. And information like that, very expensive. So he's like, he says, uh, I don't think you're going to pay. And he's like, try me. So he, he says, give me your hand. And he gets the look on his face like, whoa, wait a minute. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> Where's this going? Uh, And he gives him, so he does give him his hand. And Duke like takes it like. He's kind of like caressing it with his other hand yeah and then he grabs his fucking finger and snaps it like breaks that breaks one of Steven's fingers and yeah, then uh pretty, pretty brutal yeah it's so loud and oh and he uh you know he proceeds to tell him uh Jason getting blown up now he needs to be reborn. Uh, and he needed Diana for that. But now that she, he says specifically, uh, and now that Diana's dead, there are only two people. He has only two living relatives left that can kill him or make him reborn. And then of course he's like, why? And then he stands up and he's like,
0: your information, you got to pay. And he
2: <laughs> breaks I don't do
0: his fingers. <laughs> I don't fucking, why is Duke doing that? Like, is he really that desperate for money that he's going to risk everything? They got, you are obsessed with Jason. You're obsessed yeah. with taking him down, and it is personal to you. But you are just going to be a fucking douchebag instead, instead of just, like, helping to make this shit end. It's just so dumb. Yeah, because
2: it is. It doesn't make any sense, because you're right. If he, If he really wanted Jason dead, you would think that he would try to get as much help as possible and not be a dick about it and break some dude's fingers to tell him all the information that he knows. Yeah. Like just... why? I mean, like he eventually he does like, Oh, this one's on the house. He gives him the last bit of the information. Like through a Voorhees, was he born only through a at the hands of a Voorhees. May he die. And Jessica yeah. Jessica's the only one who can do it now. And,
0: uh, Oh, Stephanie could the baby could
2: (laughs) the baby could this is true um i forget what moment it is uh where it happens exactly um but it's it's gotta be before this i think it might be before he gets arrested or after he's arrested there's a scene where jessica comes home comes to her mother's place and her friend is there scrubbing the blood her mother's blood stain out of the carpet and Jessica comes in and sees it. And I was just thinking like, that's so fucked up. Like here's your best friend scrubbing your mother's
0: blood <laughs> out of the fucking carpet. Yeah. First of all, she would never be responsible for that. Um, yeah. The, the crime scene investigation, like I don't know. Yeah. There are people literally devoted to that job. Um yep. but whatever. <laughs> and uh Emma was saying it was like this is the just the next day. Wouldn't that still be
2: a crime scene? Like, why would they they would let people in there? You think it would be like locked down still, but Yeah, it would be, but <sighs> plot says so. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing with Jason goes to hell, the plot says so. Yep. Uh so that happens. That's like one little moment. And then she's like, she doesn't know that Stephen did it or that they think Stephen did it. Cause she's like, where's Stephen? Is he around? She's like, oh, I have to tell you something. And then, and then I think we, we do, uh, Stephen going to the jail cell and then he sees Jessica, Robert and the baby and, and, uh, the sheriff comes up to Jessica and Robert and walks right up. And soon doesn't say a word, just looks at Robert and goes, Hey, you take good care of her. Yeah. And then they walk away together I'm like, wow, well, was weird. Why would you just walk up and say, hey, you take good care of her. Okay.
0: Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's just so okay. awkward. Yeah. Um, See
2: so yeah, how that happens. And then uh, after he uh, is told the rule or the, uh, you know, all the lore by Duke, I believe he, Stephen escapes.
0: Yeah, he does, and he yep. right, right when he escapes, he goes to the diner. Yeah, um, because the, um, Jessica's
2: friend took the baby. And is watching, she's watching the baby at the, the diner. Yeah, she, uh, she she brings the baby in, and the woman there who runs the diner sees the baby, and she's like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> it's like it's a baby. Yeah. This <laughs> <It's just, laughs> what the next fuck question. Yeah, and uh, so they get the call. Oh, Stephen escaped, and okay she's like, "All right, go in the back, make a crib out of a box, go, 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 go." And uh, and uh, so then she's trying to like cock the gun. They're like, "Do you know where Stephen's gone?" They're like, "Oh, maybe he turned hide and booked it to Canada." But in case he didn't, and she's sitting there trying to like, she can't, uh, you know, pull the top part back on that pistol yeah that handgun and then the other uh, the pookie she calls him does pulls it back but then doesn't
0: realize you have to pull it forward and it snaps and scares the hell out of him just, <sighs> so much shit in this movie i'm like what like when you especially like talking about it and like hey that when you're like explaining what happened what's happening in this movie you're like wow i can't believe that, that scene's in there and like, i think i think about that pretty much every fucking scene that we've gone through I'm like wow i can't believe that's happening right now this is yeah. stupid it is so convoluted and messy and stupid. Fucking hate this movie. <laughs> it's, I'm
2: struggling. I'm actually having a hard time staying straight talking about it. Cause like,
0: it's, I feel like it's such a mess and I can't remember where shit happens, what didn't happen. <laughs> well, like, okay. All right. If we're going point by point. All right. From like, so Steve, so for some, somehow he ends up explaining to Ward that he is innocent. Con- convince him of that.
2: Yeah, because he's like, hey, it's my baby. First time I've been able to touch my baby. He's like, here, take my keys, get out of here.
0: Yeah, ends up and goes from not thinking he's innocent at all uh, to, hey, here's my car. But hey, you know, here you yeah. go. <laughs> but yeah, but then from there, like Stephen goes to the Voorhees house. He's literally just looking for evidence, anything to prove his innocence. Yep. Um,
2: and that's when we get the cameo Easter egg. Yeah, the, the, the book,
0: the Necronomicon.
2: Yeah stupid there's an issue here there's issues everywhere i i know here specifically (laughs) steven drove to the vorhees house he drove there we saw him pull in so yeah you're right steven's looking around he looks at the necronomicon uh here's somebody come in so he runs to the closet falls through the floor like catches himself but he's just like hanging there uh, hanging there for a good long while just by his arms. Yeah. Uh, dude's got some great arm strength. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we see that uh, Robert comes in. Did he not see Stephen's car? Would he not wonder if there's somebody else there <laughs> before he gets on his fucking cell phone, explains his whole evil plan? Nope. <sighs> nope. It, is, it doesn't matter. that I don't know. That's Jason's car. <laughs> Like his fucking car is right there. You didn't see this car when you drove in. You wouldn't wonder, like, oh, maybe there's someone here. Maybe I shouldn't get on the cell phone and say I stole my girlfriend's mother's body and hid it here.
0: I don't even understand what <laughs> is Randy's motive, like, or not, um, Randy Robert. but Robert's motive this entire time, and why did he do that? I he, I guess he just, he's he's literally just doing it for clickbait.
2: Once yeah, basically,
0: that- yeah, ratings.
2: Like he he says, you know.
0: Hey, we'll dress it up a
2: bit, we'll put some body parts in the fridge, and then they'll they'll discover the body on camera and our ratings will go right through the fucking roof. Just that's fucking stupid. How did he steal the body? Did he pay off the corner? Like, how did how? How did this TV host just get in there steal the body and bring it there and (sighs) Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And then of course the body falls on Steven, falls down in the basement. Come back to that later. Uh, and then Josh shows up, Josh Jason, and you know, possesses Robert. We get to see the whole,
0: you know, basically kiss. (laughs) Yeah, the little fucking worm thing.
2: Yeah, goes into Robert's mouth. And then we get another great uh scene of practical effects with the melting man. We get to see what happens to the bodies. Yeah, after the- uh jason leaves them and uh, it, again like as bad as this movie is its practical effects are on point yeah looks great yeah like it's it's gross it's disgusting looking i mean especially if you watch the unrated version it shows a little bit more uh yeah like he gets up and his jaw is like nailed to the floor and like it break the muscles and tendons snap and yeah, no, it's it's an awesome uh, sequence. Yeah, it is. And then, so Robert springs to life, Robert Jason now. Yep. Uh, you know, goes on his merry little way. And then, I think we uh, cut to Jessica, right? Yeah, at the house. Yeah, she's like, yeah, she's like taking a bath. All depressed. Yeah. Apparently, she didn't want to show her boobs in that scene, so she put a bra with Dixie cups over her nipples or her breasts, apparently. Interesting. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, and then we do basically a repeat of the opening. She's in the shower. Power goes out. uh, She starts walking through the house uh, looking for Robert. She goes out into the garage. She doesn't see anything. She gets in the car and there is a, a cool moment. Uh, she gets in the car and turns on the, the uh taillights and like flashing, and you see him standing there. Yeah. That's a neat
0: little little moment. Yeah, I I mean I I suppose it doesn't uh <laughs> doesn't fix the rest of the problems, but <laughs> no, but you know one shot at a time. We take all we can get.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh so then uh you know she gets out of the car Robert attacks her uh Steven shows up throws a punch and that's enough to stagger Robert Jason uh, yeah and then Steve has his glasses on does not lose them runs out the door glasses are gone third continuity error yeah uh, and then he throws her in the car He's like, hey, shut the fuck up and all this. And then Robert breaks the window and uh, Stephen then proceeds to hit him and then back over him. And you can very much tell that's a dummy that he runs over.
0: Uh, they didn't hide that very well. Yeah. But yeah. And- he Yeah, he ends up coming back to back together. I don't really. I, he kind of comes back together um, and. Of course, he comes back later in the the police station. Yeah.
2: Yeah. They have uh, eventually Stephen and Jessica pull over and he's like, you think I killed Robert back there? And she's like, "Yeah, no, that's not Robert. I didn't kill him. He's not dead. And.
0: uh, And And she she still doesn't fucking believe
2: him. I know. Like, what the fuck? Did you not like did you not see him? Yeah. He attacked you. But now she's like, no, you killed Robert. I'm not gonna let you near my baby. And she smacks his head on the steering wheel, gets him out of the car, and drives off on her own. Yeah, it's just and basically from there, uh she's she's at the police station and she says, Oh, I left Robert out by the old Myers place. Oh like, oh, okay. You motherfuckers. <laughs> uh and then so um they say, Hey, call every troop, I want this kid randy finds him yeah uh walks up punches him and then steven's like what the fuck spears him over the car uh they wrestle a bit and then they're both just sitting there and he's like get in the fucking car steven he's like you get in the car he's like don't make me cuff you what makes you think you can And he's like i got a gun fuck that i got a gun (laughs) they pull the guns on each other uh, but he finds out that Jessica's at the police station. Uh, Randy, he tells Randy to arrest him. Uh, but Jason, Robert Jason gets there first. Yep. And uh,
0: kills a cop. The palm shots, the sheriff. Yeah. I mean, he butchers the entire police force. Yep. You don't have a police force. <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> i just see loomis outside yeah. you don't have a police force <laughs> uh including adam marcus who cameos in this movie oh thank god uh it's i've always thought it was weird that there's these two cops that come out of a uh bathroom one of them's like has a napkin he's like wiping away the other guy's like zipping up his pants <laughs> <laughs> i'm yeah. like i don't know what's going on there <laughs> Okay, (laughs) just saying, not a good look. Um, And uh, Robert Jason uh, almost gets Jessica. And then Steven, Randy's bringing Steven in. And Jessica is being chased by Robert Jason. Steven jumps and puts his his arms are behind his back. He jumps and puts his legs through so his arms are now in front.
0: Yeah, I could never even imagine trying to pull something off like that. Uh, i would i would break everything (laughs) i I
2: don't know how how the fuck are you athletic and like flexible enough to do that yeah because he just jumps and poof like puts his, his legs through and grabs a gun knocks out randy and starts uh shooting robert shoots him in the head temporarily drops jason So from here, Stephen and Jessica leave. They are on their way to the diner. Probably, I would say they have a good, I don't know, 10 minute or so lead. Adam Marcus, the character he's playing, runs into the jail cell. Duke knocks him out with a clothesline and escapes. Jessica and Stephen have already left. They're already on their way to the diner. Somehow, when they get to the diner and they get there in the back, the baby's already gone because Duke was already there and took the baby. How the fuck did Duke know the baby was there? How did he know where the baby was? How did he get there before them?
0: Yeah, you know, uh, it, uh, <laughs> just just no answers. No answers to <laughs> anything. That's, that's one. I, I can't let
2: that one go. I just can't. He had no fucking way of knowing that baby was there. He had no way of knowing where the baby was there. Like, the location of it in the diner. Plus, like I said, Steven and Jessica left way before he was uh, way before he escaped and they knew where the baby
0: was. Jessica knew where the baby was. Yeah. It's just... It's such bullshit. (laughs) Oh my god. I fucking hate this movie. Like... no there's no thought no
2: thought put into logic no thought put into st- basic storytelling at all it's just like fucking convenience after convenience after convenience this has to happen this has to happen uh it, there's no fucking way duke got there before them no fucking way he knew where the hell the baby was no one told him steven didn't even know <laughs>
0: Yeah, it just... I don't know, man. You have to literally suspend yourself from everything to just try to comprehend this movie.
2: I mean, they're fucking pushing the limits of suspension of disbelief.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you you got to go all out or you can't get through the damn thing. Oh, my gosh. I, and people how a
2: certain Twitter account has the nerve to say TCM 22 is the worst mainstream horror film ever. Yeah. Motherfucker. Have you not seen Jason goes to hell?
0: Yeah, it's just because I don't know, man, like the we're, we're, it's like, I get that. We, we have a story that is playing out here and there is certainly a beginning, middle and end but it's like the steps that we have to take to get to each scene, just for it to make sense. Like even fucking Steven, who's just, who's just a regular dude. And he's cuffed in the police station, manages to fight his way and knock out Randy while still cuffed up. It's just, yep. Yeah. It manages to knock out this cop manages
2: to do a freaking jump that I'm not even sure if it's possible. <laughs> At least if it is, I don't think a guy like Steven is doing it. <laughs> like Yeah. Oh my gosh. And yeah, I I uh, and the like her not believing that Robert is trying to kill her after he blatantly attacked her. All this stuff, all of it. And then yeah, Duke knowing where the fuck the baby is. Did they seriously they didn't even try to put a scene in where they would Duke could learn that information? Because again, Steven didn't even have that information. The only people that knew was Jessica, Robert, and um the friend who took the baby whose name I can't remember. Robert's dead. Jessica is the only one who would know, and she's with Steven. Yep. Fuck! Like, I mean, Jesus. <laughs> uh
0: anyway, they they get no, I, there. It's it's, huh? it's also funny that like he not only did he have time to get there and take Stephanie, but like he rewrote a nice letter. <laughs> yeah, he
2: even took the time to write a little note, which changes. Um, I'm pretty sure the first time you see it, and then when Stephen reads it, it's different. They're two different notes. Uh, I think that's another error. Um, but yeah, so. The uh, the owner of the diner pulls a gun on because Stevens there. They struggle. They end up shooting the power box. The floodlights come on. Uh, oh, before that, they send out. Um, she sends out her son with a gun, uh, who sees Jason coming, and then you know Jason grabs his fist and breaks his arm. Yeah, like breaks the bone. It's like see. I said watch it last night. See, I can believe he could do that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, this is Jason. Leatherface doing it. Eh, that's a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. Um, and he kills him and then it he comes into the diner and it's one big fucking shootout. Uh Steven and Jessica run to the back. They're shooting they are shooting him. Uh the the weather waitress has a shotgun.
0: Yeah. Vicky. The
2: owner of the boat has a, yeah, she, she has a shotgun. The other owner's got a handgun. It's like, holy hell. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're stacked up in there, man. Um, so yeah. And then there's a, there's a customer who gets out and tries to fight Jason. Jason throws him around. Uh, Vicky is her name. Vicky. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Vicky's the one that has the shotgun. Yeah. She kills an innocent guy in that scene. Because she shoots Jason and the guy behind Jason's like, oh, like he acts like he got shot and he falls to the ground. Uh, so I was like, oh, OK. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Jason tears his way through them. He takes Pookie and like drowns him in the fryer, which apparently was root beer, I guess. Um, and then he like elbows the, the woman, her chin, like up into her mouth. That one's just... That's a gnarly looking shot. Like yeah. kill. It's like, ooh. Don't know if that would kill you. Uh, but she drops dead from it. Um and then he uh he goes after Steven and Jessica. They're still shooting him. The girl with the shotgun, I mean, took the time to reload, shoots him in the leg, blows off half his face, drops the shotgun, picks up a spear, <laughs> spears him. Yeah. Uh, and she, he draws her in, spears her, and then she crushes his head or her head. Brains fly out and <laughs> they're sitting there. Steven and Jessica are like looking at uh, looking at Robert Jason. He just steps out, turns, looks at them and faints. <laughs> just crumbles to the ground. Yeah. He's like, well, that's enough of that. Uh, and then from there, Jessica, because uh, Steven's like, I'm going to get some help the fuck are you gonna call the cops are all dead
0: yeah, you don't have a police force, force.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just I want to see Loomis just standing around like who is that old guy <laughs> you don't have a police force uh but um yeah and then Jessica tears off a piece of her shirt ties up her hair and goes off to the Voorhees house alone uh Stephen comes back she's gone he reads the note he looks sees the machete on the wall Oh, and then uh yeah, and then we're at the Voorhees house. Cause uh Jessica took off, Steven went after her. Um Jessica goes to the Voorhees house, finds Duke with the baby. Um and Duke's like, uh, it's not about the money anymore. It shouldn't have been it's... about the
0: money to begin with, you motherfucker. <laughs> like no. what yeah, what mm. changed your mind?
2: yeah i know because she's like i know about your bounty robert's dead you're never gonna see any of that money now he's like it's not about the money anymore. tonight we can end that devil for all time like motherfucker why were you like why are you like this now why weren't you like this back in the jail cell when you're breaking buddy's fingers to tell him what to do to save uh save jessica and kill jason
0: yeah like dude he has like a very sudden left turn character arc and up to this point i get he's he's kind of he's kind of cool he's got some spunk to him but he's a fucking douchebag and he's not likable beyond like what i just said he's kind of he's kind of cool you little he's you know bounty hunter spunk but like he's fucking useless to the main characters and i mean he gives some information but he's got to snap some fingers to to do it yeah and it's
2: uh it's inconsistent with how he's been throughout the rest of the film because now all of a sudden he drops everything about his personality the way he was before and now he's like hey we can get this guy we can do it we can end it tonight like yeah here's a dagger yeah and the fucking dagger like he hands her the baby and then he's like hey catch this (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like, <laughs> fucking Just fucking hat. smacks
2: baby in the forehead. <laughs> oh shit! Now he has only one blood brother. <laughs> fucking. But and then this goes back to another thing that's not fucking explained. He throws her this dagger, and she grabs it, and it transforms into basically the Kandarian dagger. Yeah, I mean straight up, like it is. Why? Why, when she grabs it, does it do that? Where did it come from? How did you know that would happen? Fucking questions. Things that are not explained. There's no reason. It just because. <laughs>
0: oh, my because God. Because I said so.
2: That is it. That is the whole movie. That's the whole fucking script is because I said so. Yeah, basically. Because Adam said so. Because Dean Laurie said so. Because Sean Cunningham said so. Like... That's Jason goes to hell. Things happen because I said so. Don't need reason, you don't need uh you don't need uh, story, you don't need logic. How did Duke get to the baby without knowing where it was? How did he get there before them? Eh, because I said so. Why does this dagger transform into the Kandarian dagger when she holds it? Eh, because I said so. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. This is like fucking amateur level
0: writing mistakes like what the yeah, fuck man it, it'd be a great comic book <laughs> yeah yeah because it, it really is man it is that level of suspension disbelief like it has to be a fucking comic book and if you can get to this point in a friday thir- friday the 13th movie where you are no longer able to believe the nonsense that's going on you know you fucked up and like that yep, is why i hate this movie yeah it, it's kind of like the level of in part
2: a with the uh sewers of new york flooding toxic waste into the atlantic ocean every night that yeah. is fucking stupid if you have yeah. even half a fucking brain <laughs> <laughs> jason goes to hell takes that looked at that and said hold my beer Right, <laughs> <laughs> and took all this stupid fucking shit. This that happens and doesn't explain it. Doesn't explain it. Nothing. It just it just expects you as a Friday the Thirteenth fan viewer of this movie to accept shit and not question it because they don't have any answers for it. They don't even know why it happens. They're just like, nah, man. Just it just what she's a Voorhees that's why that's so yeah every time she goes to pick up a bread knife to butter a piece of fucking toast it turns into the Gandarian dagger like what the fuck uh because he, he has that dagger throughout the whole movie yeah. uh duke does which is weird because i did they not search him when they put him in the jail cell or i guess he got it out after he broke it i don't know Uh, but that happens she it turns into the fucking dagger uh and then we see basically like i think they talk a little bit more but it's not really important uh we see somebody uh back to us a cop walking through the diner the wreckage and the you know destruction and death um and then we see robert jason pop out And so obviously Jason has possessed someone new. We don't know who that is. Uh, Steven gets to the Voorhees house. Or no, 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 not Steven. The sheriff gets to the Voorhees house. Yeah, and Randy. (sighs) Again, I have to ask, how did the sheriff know where they were? How did did he know that they were at the Voorhees house? uh, Because once again... The only people who knew was Jessica and Steven because they read the fucking note. Like yeah. Jason goes there. Well, yeah. Cause he's Jason. He knows like he's I it, uh, actually, I don't even know how the fuck Jason knows, but whatever. Uh, so yeah. And Steve and Duke's like, you can't trust anyone. Jason will have jumped into a new body. Sheriff comes in. Uh, Duke falls through a trap door into the basement. Because Jessica lets go of him. Uh, he gets a stick through his hip, or thigh. And uh, the sheriff's like, give me the knife, you know. And Duke's like, kill him. Kill him now. He's like, I can't. They struggle. Randy comes in and says, get the hell away from her, Ed. <sighs> and we have... Ah!
1: <laughs> <laughs> ah! I fucking hate it.
2: <laughs> and you're like, oh... Okay, so Jason didn't take him over. Like, they're talking. Did he take the shirt? But he's talking. And while they're struggling, you see Randy take off his hat. He has the gun pulled. He moves over. He takes the baby. You realize Jason took over Randy's body. But he talked.
0: Yep. (sighs) Dude, this is is another one of those moments where they did it just because they're like, we need to be cheeky. We got to add a little bit of suspense. Not even suspense, but like. We want it to feel like a twist. And that's what they did with the fucking FBI agent at the beginning of the movie. They're like, we're not going to have her do anything that an FBI agent normally would. So that we have no idea that this is one big fucking setup. And that's exactly what this moment is here. It's like, he is going to do nothing that seems like Jason. He is going to hang out with fucking the sheriff. We're all going to be squatted up. It's going to be great. Then he's going to talk as if he is Randy. And then your mind's going to be fucking blown when... It's actually Jason the entire time. Uh, Twist. I see dead people insane. <laughs> and like, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's I fucking just, stupid. It's one big dumb uh, fucking cop out. They even say in
2: the commentary that we broke our own rule. Like we had Jason talk. They basically huh. say they yeah, had we broke no our idea. one
0: fucking we had one fucking rule <laughs> and we broke it. I can't believe it. I can't believe it took us this long. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know we had... I didn't know we had fucking rules. Do you see the movie? Because this is a complete shit show.
2: Oh, my God. And it's 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 done. It is... They had no idea what to fucking do. They had no idea what to do. They're like, uh, he talks. He, he talks. Despite the fact that... Every other body throughout this movie, every time Jason's possessed them, they've acted like Jason. They've grunted or they've growled. They they don't act like the person he took over. They act like Jason because the reflection shows it's Jason. Yep. But now, nope. I'm assuming he drove because there's no way he'd get there that fast by walking. So, okay, Jason drove a car there. He pulled a gun and he, he talks. Get the hell away from her head. Yeah. Uh, he could have came in and just like I I don't there
0: there's yeah, a he should he should have just fucking kicked the door in
2: suck yeah. fuckers <laughs> yeah. those
0: start shooting them.
2: <laughs> but uh, uh, it's another one of those things
0: it's not fucking explained it's piss poor reasoning it's, like th- this to uh. me like that is the purely disrespectful to the rest of the franchise moment. Like, yeah, you fucking yeah. took everything and threw it away. Like, dude, all right, you want, all right, Jason's soul going to different bodies. Okay, all right, I'm buying in. Okay. Yeah, I'll buy in. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jason has a sister. Okay, well, fuck me. I don't know where she's been this whole time. <laughs> we'll buy in. All right. Oh, the Duke, he's here. Creighton knows everything about Jason that's ever happened. Okay, all right, fuck. All right, I'll buy in. Nor- <laughs> Necronomicon, Deadeye Jason. Ah, I guess it can kind of make sense that he was brought back that way. Fine. Sure. But- when he starts talking, that's when you cross the line. Motherfucker, I ain't buying this shit. This is <laughs> bullshit. Nope. Nope.
2: You like that Tracy Morgan gift? Nope. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: my gosh. Oh, it just. And like what makes me <sighs> so fucking angry about it is that it does nothing to help the story. Like, at least the other bullshit that was going on was to try to create a new original story behind the F-13 timeline. Fine. But, like, this moment that is so goddamn disrespectful to the franchise and who Jason is, it's just like, it's because we didn't have anything else we could do. We fucking suck at writing, so we're just going (laughs) to do this to fix this fucking mistake that we made, and we'll move on. Fans won't care. Fans will fucking care. Fuck, fuck fans. <laughs> yeah. It's not like
2: someone's going to make a show years later bitching yeah. about this.
0: <laughs> like, like this oh is literally the only part of the movie that like genuinely makes me angry. It's like, fuck yeah. that. It is so stupid that that happens.
2: And it's not even like, it, there's just no reason for it. Like in Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, as shit as that movie is, there's a, there's a, there's a part of the ending, a version of the ending where Michael talks. He just says, die
0: to Loomis. Well, like at, at least, least if he, if he was going to talk to somebody, it makes sense that it'd finally be Loomis. Yeah, it, there's, there's, you could see reason behind it, and you could
2: again buy in. You could be like, "Well, I don't like that," but at least it it justified. Like you can make sense of it. You can't make sense of this because it's it's so fucking stupid. There's no reason for it, and they're, the only reason they did it is because they're back. They wrote themselves into a corner. Yeah, it's like, oh shit! Uh, they're all at the Voorhees house. Jason can't drive. He'll never make it there in time walking. Uh, uh, he possesses a cop and drives a car. And oh, shit, when he comes in, what's he going to do? Uh, oh, he talks. And he pulls a gun because he knows how to use the gun, too. Which goes back to me saying, I guess he inherits some memories. But yeah, like I... still, I can buy that so that he can figure out where someone lives, but not so that he can pull a gun and talk. <sighs> Just... Uh hurts my soul and it it, i it must be a thing with adam marcus like because yeah there's the bad writing in this movie his tcm movie um i mean there's that giant fucking plot hole with the the time with the how old the girl is from 1978 and you cut to 2000 what the fuck and she's like 20 yeah okay (laughs) best looking 40 something year old i've ever seen um but yeah um anyway (laughs) fuck she he's taking the baby uh jessica accidentally stabs the sheriff i think he dies and she's wrestling with randy jason he's trying to get the baby steven runs in and like cuts uh basically cuts off randy jason's head and then we see uh we see the demon sperm Basically, yeah. the thing that crawls yeah. itself out of the out of the neck and screams, squeals running around the house. Uh, Steven, they're like, where is it? I don't know. And then it jumps at Steven. He's wrestling with it. and He just throws it, <laughs> it throws it into the wall. It's like, wee, wee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then it, it falls into the basement. Uh, they help up Duke. The body of Jason's sister is down there. Yep. It scur- it sees her. It scurries up, and if you get the unrated cut, uh, you see it scurry up between her legs. The tail thing, boom! It goes in. And this part, oh, fuck. Duke said earlier. Now that Jessica or now that Diana's dead, Jason has only two. Blood relatives with the power to kill him or make him reborn. Jessica and her baby. Stephen says, Duke, that part about being reborn through a Voorhees woman does it have to be a living woman?" He's like, "No." He's like, "That thing's in the basement of Jessica's mother." He's like, "Oh, why the fuck oh. didn't
0: you say oh, so?" <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my god! But you just said earlier that he's only
0: has two living relatives with the power to make him reborn. Well, I, I mean, he did say you have two living relatives. He didn't say how many dead relatives he has. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but don't you think that's like an important thing to clarify? <laughs> Fuck.
2: Did I need don't you, to you break think my that's what the killer, would
0: say? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the killer would say?
2: <laughs> yeah, but it's just like, uh, that's not what you said earlier, motherfucker. Like, I just see him grabbing Duke and
0: be like, you stupid fuck. Why didn't you fucking tell me that part? Yeah, yeah, I would have been like slapping the fuck out of Dick. Like, are you kidding me? I'm sorry. You broke all my fucking fingers and you couldn't put it in that tidbit about it?
2: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I need to break your thumb to tell you that part. <laughs> oh, my God. Again, it's just something that they were like, I, I don't know. He comes back through his dead sister. There. Well, that doesn't that go against what we had Duke say? Oh, that, shut up. <laughs> I say so. Oh. So anyway, Jason is reborn. He jumps up out of the basement through the floor with the hockey mask and the shirt and pants. Yeah. Weird. Uh, I wish
0: you'd have been bare ass naked.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it would have made more sense, but. Uh, but yeah, so. So Jessica and Steven try to get the dagger because they drop the dagger. It's underneath the fucking dresser. Uh, Jason marches toward them. Duke handcuffs Jason and handcuffs himself to the stairs. Like, hey, you son of a bitch. You remember me? And uh, he's trying to reach them. The dagger falls in the basement. And then Jason kills. Uh, He picks Duke up. And
0: Duke's like, tonight, my friend, you will die. And he crushes Duke, kills him. Yeah, you know, according to Adam Marcus, uh Duke survived that moment. How? Uh, uh, <laughs> I, it's just it, it's <sighs> because if you ever want to make a sequel, you know, it's there. I guess, like, but we hear him crack
2: Duke's back and like crush him, and then he spew. He keeps up blood and when he falls, his eyes are open. Like, sure, okay. It's not that hard to buy into that he would survive that, I guess. And then uh, so Jessica tries to put the baby in the crib, Jason's going after, her, and Steven spears Jason out through the the wood, the the woods, the fucking uh, the glass window, yeah, whatever wall. And then Jason and Steven have a pretty long little
0: fight. Yeah, it's it's actually kind of cool. It's actually kind of a cool scene of them just kind of going toe to toe with the jungle gym and yeah, all he, this stuff.
2: He uh hits him with the rake, Jason grabs that, breaks it, beats him with the stick, Steven kicks him in the balls, Jason's like, <laughs> <laughs> And then uh Steven hits him with the shovel and yeah, he throws him into the the uh the jungle gym, which is the jungle gym from the birds. Also Tiny's crate or Fluffy's crate from creep shows in the basement
0: yeah yep yep
2: it is um so yeah then they they had to fight jason just beats the piss out of (laughs) Stephen. basically yeah um but jessica gets the dagger runs out steps up on her very obvious box uh to stab and you know stabs jason in the heart and and then uh some light flashes jason's not having a good time all the like evil spirit or whatever Goes into the sky. Jason's weak. Steven. Uh, Steven jumps out and just lays into Jason punching him, which I mean, he's weak, but dude, you're punching that hockey mask.
0: You can do yeah. some damage
2: to your fucking hand. Oh, I no,
0: 100% do nothing <laughs> to Jason and would be <laughs> fucking your fist up. Yeah. Yeah. Breaking some knuckles,
2: but his hand's not even bloody. Um, and then they kick the da- Jessica kicks the dagger in, uh, more into Jason's chest. He falls. And I guess like the good spirits start to enter Jason. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> and then uh, the hands bust up out of the ground. And you start dragging Jason to hell. Steven's almost dragged to hell, but Jessica saves him. Jason makes one last jump up out of the dirt growling. He goes, and he's like trying to pull Steven in, but the hands pull him straight down straight down to the ground uh hockey mask still on um and then it's over we never see the baby again like we see Jessica and Steven walking and i i guess Steven's holding the baby but we never see the baby again yeah. um so then we you know cut back to the ground Jason's hockey mask is there despite the fact he was pulled straight down yeah uh the dog which i assume is Tango <laughs> same dog from earlier you know, lifts the mask out of the dirt. We zoom in. Freddy's hand, played by Kane Hodder, grabs the mask, breaks one of the claws on the glove, doing it. Yeah. Uh, pulls the mask down to the dirt. And that's the end of Jason Goes to Hell.
0: What a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. it's so, it, it is so bad. And honest to God, if they didn't have that ending, even more so, this film would be shit on. Oh yeah, like oh it, god, yes. The one thing this movie does to help calm down fans is that it opened a door and led us to what is Freddy versus Jason. It's it was asked for for years and years, and I mean, even fans at conventions way back yonder were always asking, "When are you going to do Freddy versus Jason? When is that going to happen?" Yeah. And yeah, I mean, they
2: even it, tried to do it for part seven, like or the director right. claims yeah, like, they tried to do it for part seven,
0: yeah, like it. <laughs> They always wanted to do it and it mm. was the first time where it was like this shit's actually possible, we could do it.
2: Yeah, that was your Nick Fury showing up at the end of Iron Man mentioning the Avengers moment. Right. Like that's that's what that was. And man, as bad as this movie is, I would have loved to have been in a theater for people to experience that the first time and just see that reaction. It's probably pretty wild.
0: Yeah. Um people probably went nuts and they forgot about the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh man. Jason goes to hell.
2: It's badly written. Things are not explained. You're told to just go with it. Uh you're left scratching your head. Things don't make sense. There's just conveniences for the sake of conveniences for the plot for the sake of plot like there's no outside of like some extremely well done practical effects and gore and like some kills. Uh, and that moment with Freddy at the end, there's nothing redeemable about this movie. Nothing. Yeah, it fucking sucks. (laughs) I mean, like I said at the beginning, there's a reason this movie is always at the bottom of everyone's
0: ranking. Yeah. Yeah, and like I said, not only is it just, like, bad, but it it is, like, in my eyes, truly just disrespectful to the rest of the franchise. There's so many things that are overlooked and it's like, we don't fucking care about what those other movies said. This is our movie. And, like, I totally get doing something unique to the franchise to make it one of its own and switch things up. But when you literally just, like, shit on what we know, like, this fucking franchise is still around in 1993 for a reason. Yeah. Show some fucking respect. That, like, that is, that's the only thing that, like, it really just pisses me off because of that. And I don't know, man. Like, I just think. Like- at it's least, a lot more than Jason not being there that makes this movie bad.
2: Yeah, no it is. Like at least try, man. Like you you spelled Voorhees wrong. You have Jason speak uh you turn him into this weird little demon thing. Like it nothing about this shows any love for Friday the
0: 13th. Right. And Which I mean Adam Marcus probably truly didn't really even give a shit about the franchise. Like it wasn't until afterwards that he like really gained respect for it. Um I mean at the time he just he's just a kid, man. At twenty three, you were just a fucking kid. And yeah. he just gets kind of tossed into this because he's friends with Sean's son and like this which, wasn't this wasn't the project for him.
2: Which even that shows a lack of care for this franchise. Like you wouldn't give a major horror franchise to some twenty three year old fresh out of film school kid.
0: Yeah. If you it, if
2: you if you cared about it, you wouldn't do that. Yeah, I mean but, it's just
0: But they didn't care.
2: I mean, it clear. We all know Sean doesn't care about this franchise. (laughs) He cares about the money that it makes. Yeah, but I hope I hope with
0: uh, with age, Sean has come to respect it more and more. And and I I don't think Sean hates his fans by any means. Um, But like, just just take a, I mean, get a real understanding of why this franchise made it and made it so big, and why you were able to be happy and rich your whole life. Um, Yeah. It's like, yeah. Next time we get a movie or something, let's just do it right. <laughs> yeah, Just do just, it right.
2: Uh, yeah, back to formula, maybe you know, back to back to what made the franchise uh, popular and beloved, and maybe yeah, try to not, do that, I guess, with Jason X. But I still think they missed the mark with that one. But
0: wow, well, that's well, not Jason's formula. in it, but that's yeah, that, yeah, like, but. But there, yeah. there's a way to take us to the, the camp that is C- Crystal Lake, you know. There's a way to do that and make unique characters and create people that are likable and still have a badass Jason. Like, there is a there's it, very possible. Yeah. The remake was almost there. We had a badass Jason.
2: We they were at the camp. The characters. the characters were not great you know
0: yeah like so, just i don't know man make intellectual characters that are likable and developed and you, it's really not that hard you know like there's there are plenty of talented writers in hollywood that can pull that off
2: yeah it's i mean it's it's friday the 13th you know it's not it's not the most complicated hardest thing in the world <laughs> to do to make this good you know like just i don't know give it to blumhouse i guess I'll see what they can do but
0: yeah, I did see that um the why am I zoning out their name? Um the scream directors, um uh, Matt bettinelli Open and Oh Radio uh, Silence. Yeah, Radio Silence. Yeah, they they want to do F thirteen. So I'd be alright with that. Yeah, see what they could do.
2: Yeah. Yeah, just bring it back, man. Let someone do something with it. Like we're living in this new age of slashers. Like Jason needs to be there. And needs to be done right again, because God damn, he hasn't been done right. A lot. I mean, like I love the remake; I think the remake is really good, but it still
0: didn't hit that, you know, spot. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, if you if you want to go back to a sequel that was quote unquote successful, the last one there really was was all the way back in '86. Yeah, know? like we're that far along in this. That's the last time it really hit.
2: Yeah, and like the last thing that made money was uh, like big ass money was Freddy versus Jason. Right. But I mean, it, that's not really fair because that's Freddy versus Jason. Like right. that, how could you not make money with that, you know? Yeah, and even that, you know, we're coming up on 20 years on that movie. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. And that movie has gigantic amount of problems too. Oh, yeah. Like, like, oh, yeah.
0: Uh, better than this movie though (laughs) oh god yes oh jesus Uh, most things are (laughs) yeah but i don't know uh i did want to say before uh, we were to wrap things up here i i read some trivia on jace goes to hell and turns out that in the novelization of the of the movie that jason's body actually washed out of the sewer from manhattan and wound up back near crystal lake So that is how these things come together. Okay. (laughs) So I guess it is supposedly truly canon to part eight. It is a direct sequel. Well, there you go. Which makes this whole fucking thing even more (laughs) offensive. Yeah, it
2: does. It also fucks with part four and six because he's fucking dead at the end of part four and in through the years uh leading up to six. Like before they dig him up, he's dead. They dig him up. Yeah, <laughs> dig him up. <laughs> but yeah, like he's fucking dead. So if you're saying Jason Goes to Hell is canon in the same universe as that film,
0: doesn't make any sense, Captain. <laughs> yeah. It it breaks. Uh, it, they claim they broke their one rule, but they broke every fucking rule in the book. So they certainly did. And uh Yeah, I can see I can definitely
2: see why cuz I made a post on Twitter that uh I was watching this movie for homework and he's like this is the only movie that makes me want to slam my dick in a door like it's the only movie he legitimately hates and you know I can see why <laughs> Yeah I just I hate it I mean talking about it now it's like made me dislike it more cuz I don't know. I always, like I said, I always guess respected it because they tried to do something different. They tried to create a mythology, but fuck they—they they just it, the, their mythology has holes in it that are ridiculous and stupid. It's badly written. They break rules. They don't care. They have Jason talk. They yeah. things just happen to happen. Like, yeah, no, this movie's terrible. <laughs> it is. It's. uh I mean, yeah, it's it's awful. I, it it boggles my mind now, again, watching it, that this wasn't called the worst mainstream horror film ever. Well, it probably was by some people. It makes more sense than calling TCM 2022 that. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I might <sighs> put Jason X above this one now. Jesus Christ. Oh, I definitely do. <laughs> I mean, I, at least Jason X. and. The fucking kills are amazing in that movie. Yeah, and at least Jason. it's like
0: it. It's not trying to do more than it want. Like, it, it's not. It's not putting like an I don't want to say an agenda, but I don't know, man. At least it's still fucking Jason. Like, yeah. at least it's still the character you know and love. Doing sure, his thing. he's put in a weird ass environment, and the characters all suck. And yeah, it's a bad fucking movie. But at the very least. It respects the character and that's enough for me like fine
2: that is true <laughs> that it does yeah so jason Gerson, all right so yeah. we got yeah. we got that one down <laughs> yep yeah i uh, i don't know if we'll ever come across anything worse than
0: worse than that but we'll certainly try <laughs> oh there's worse <laughs> there are there are plenty of movies out there that make me just as angry but. troll too uh, i've never seen troll two.
2: <laughs> the only thing Thanks. i know is is that scene they're eating her and then they're gonna eat me oh my god oh my <laughs> god yeah that's
0: great that's a great movie <laughs> yeah yeah well uh, i guess uh i guess we can wrap it up there jason goes to hell man he certainly did <laughs> he yeah certainly oh yeah did. oh yeah they fucking uh, they sent them right down there along with the rest of the franchise. Apparently, till uh till two thousand one or
2: two when Jason two, X came out. Yeah, I think two thousand. I think two thousand two. Yeah, so from ninety three to two thousand two before we got another one. So maybe it was one, not two,
0: yeah. not
2: one I mean, two. <laughs> it took a long ass time, man.
0: Because well, like, what didn't the trailer for Jason X play at? at Holland resurrection or is it the other way around? Uh, man, I don't
2: know. It might've actually, I remember seeing the trailer cause it had the drowning pool bodies theme and then Jason X was done for a long time and they shelved it and then it came out later cause it yeah. leaked and everything. And yeah. yeah. We'll have to
0: Get to that one someday too. Oh yeah. I'm sure we will. I'm sure we will. Uh, and speaking of which, hey, if you want to vote on the next episode, you can do so on Twitter at Rabbin Red Pod. We'll have a, a poll out there, at least you know three or four movies to pick from. So it'll be yeah. your choice and what we shit on next, because <laughs> that's what we do here. That's what... <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, like I said, go follow us on Twitter. And uh, that's pretty much it, man. Do you got? Do you have anything else that you're just desperate to say? Uh, fuck this movie. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right there with you. Right there with you. Uh, well, yeah, that's that's going to be it from us. And, hey, as always, everyone's entitled to one good podcast. Don't you blame the movies. Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos more creative. Look at me, Damien. It's all for you.
1: The blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. Look what you did to him. Death has come to your little town, Sheriff.